Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Merry Christmas, my guys. Yeah, hope y'all had a good holiday. Merry Christmas. Um, I don't really want to talk about the games that happened yesterday because they were all ass. Um, but overall, you know, we here to talk about hoops. And our last episode, it was the day of the beginning of the regular season. And since then, almost every team has played. We had the one postponed game that we'll see today. First of all, I want to hear y'all best gifts that y'all either gave or received this holiday season. Um, talk about gift giving. That's my favorite part of the holidays. I always had when I got older. Um, so I always go out. I always snap. So I had everybody gift for me was one of their favorites. Um, I know y'all probably saw on Twitter. I posted a picture of my mama reaction. Whenever you can get your mom to make the little kid face. Uh, even if it ain't a car, you know what I mean? Everybody not buying my fucking mama car. So <laughs> um, at least not yet. But yeah, so I got my mom the vinyl player. Not necessarily the the some big crazy thing, but you know, with parents and things like that, they be having so much. You got to get them stuff that they mentioned in passing mm-hmm. that they don't even remember. Yeah, Every yeah. time me and my mom go to the store and she see one, she always talk about it, but it ain't a big thing. But I got her that, and she was like, oh, like that's something that she knows I, I listen to her to get, because it ain't something she walk around the house saying she won't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to be paying attention to what she's saying. And you know women like when you, any your mom, mm-hmm. girlfriend, sister, when they talk and you show that you listen when they speak, and they like that. So right. I got her that, and I got her the vinyls. Um, and it's so funny how older people are out of the loop. So, like... Um, my aunt came over to pick up her gifts, of course. Um, and she was telling her mom, like, they still make those. They're like, <laughs> they never stop making vinyl. Like, older people just be out of the loop. They might be and bigger then, now than they were when she was, exactly. she was around. Yeah. They just don't be in the, the knowing. Then my sister's dad came to drop off um, her gifts. She told him, like, and that's what Pierre got me. He said the same thing. Oh, man, they still make those? I'm like, <laughs> y'all, that's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then besides her, my little sister, I got her AirPods. And um, it, when she had them, she was just standing there. I'm like, man, I can't wait till I can go to Claire's because they got the cases. Mm-hmm. And I was playing stupid because I know Claire's is her spot. I'm like, damn, they got they got AirPod cases? I ain't even know. And then my mom reached back and got her a bag for me from stuff all from Claire's. She opened and she looked at me like, because <laughs> I had the case in there. I already read her mind, knew what she was going to want. And then uh, my girlfriend, I got her this this purse that, you know, case spade purse. If you got a girlfriend who into purses or anything like that, you know, case spade is what the, the ladies like. So, you know, best gift I got, though. What's the best gift I got? Maybe this laundry basket? No, the New Balance card. My girl <laughs> we at that, We are at card. that point where, like, the gifts ain't really nothing. We just appreciative, you know. We we in, I'm in the giving move too. I got a box full of batteries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some shampoo. You know, it ain't yeah. This these are the years where it's like mm-hmm. they I can't mean, really I, get me nothing. I didn't even get a gift. Like I didn't get any gifts. But uh, oh wait, no, no, no. My nieces did get me a Freddy Krueger T-shirt. Okay, oh, okay. You should have been. I'm surprised you ain't rocking it right now. Me too. Yeah, yeah I forgot. I forgot. They did give me that. So I got them. Um, Games for the Nintendo Switch and then an extra controller so they all could play. That's what's up. Time so that, that that way nobody left out. Um, and then I got my mom the Apple Watch. She got all excited. She was hey. happy. She was like, oh, my God, I got an Apple Watch. And then she was just like, y'all going to have to show me how to do this because I don't know how to yeah. work. 
Facts. I know your mom, and she does not seem like she the most like tech savvy. Like she seems like she one of the more older heads. So when you was like, yeah, I got an Apple Watch, I'm like, I don't even know. She gonna be knowing how to use that joint. Yeah, I know. So she happy to have it though. She learned. She learned on the fly. She just wanted it because she be seeing me and my sister with it. So she be wanting what we have. Right. You just got one too, didn't you? I got one too for Christmas, baby. Shout out to to pops and my stepmom. That's what they got me. And I didn't know how much I was going to like this thing until I put it on, bro. For the first time yesterday, something tracked my sleep. I got to see, like, when I was actually asleep and when I was just, like, you know, when it got disturbed and all of that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the coolest thing ever, bro. These I've never worn it in my sleep. I've never tracked my sleep. Bro, please, bro. That's It's so <laughs> cool to look and see, like, oh, snap, I got two hours of real good rest, and then I was disturbed for 30 minutes. I don't know what the hell happened in those 30 minutes, but I was up, and I don't remember it. Um <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I got. That was my biggest gift. So shout out to my my peeps. What about you, Mike? Um, I got a quick question for Derek. Where did you get the Apple Watch? Target. Okay. It was funny when I went to Target to get their games and their um controller too. I got the last ones. Mm. Like that's why I'm asking because I have I went to Target like several times throughout the Christmas shopping. Shout out to Target, man. They one of the best places. But um, I had got both my sister's AirPods, and they had like AirPod AirPods on display. Yeah, and I had ended up getting the last two, so I'm like, damn, somebody gonna be pissed after they come. And then <laughs> yeah, the lady, I literally got the display for the controllers and the, um and the video game. Yeah. So when you say Apple Watch, I wanted to ask KB the same thing, but obviously he didn't get it for himself because I'm mm-hmm. like, man, it was tough this year. Like, yeah, it I, was- I got my sister a MacBook for Christmas, and I had to order the thing like two weeks ahead because they didn't have any. So I got lucky, where it's like. A lot of my shopping happened like the last week, but for her, I shopped a, a two weeks ahead, and then it it didn't get it got delivered to the uh, Apple store a couple of days before Christmas. I just had to go pick it up. But yeah, it was it was rough out there. I, I'm guessing that COVID is hurting everybody when it comes to like production on some of these things, because I, I know a lot of. I mean, we see it with like the Xboxes and the Playstations where they just didn't manufacture a shit ton of them, and people weren't able to get them. But I did see a lot of people on Twitter end up with a PlayStation or Xbox. So shout out to like parents the out there. Is. Switch has been, you know, mm-hmm. people been having switches, but like hearing D Mill say he got the games and the controllers, like Switch when I think John got one he said or something. Yeah, like that. he got one specifically for Animal Crossing. He has no other games but Animal My Crossing. My girl plays that. Animal Crossing is what's up, bro. All right, let's get into some bad. Did you answer Mike? I don't even nah, know if we got your nah. answer. I think P no, nah, P P had uh, asked a question, but I was gonna say I got a pajama set which is nice. The pants are super comfortable. Mm. So you know that's always a W. Um I got this little air freshener. I don't know if y'all can see this. That's hat. that's fire. It. So it looked fire. Yeah. I don't know. Kobe. It's Kobe. It's Kobe. <laughs> what if it smelled like his jock strap? <laughs> <laughs> that's why the mug staying in the plastic. My this... girl was telling me, like, yeah, take it out, take it out. Like, put it in the car. I'm like, no. Girls don't understand, right? It smell like championships. It probably smells Girls like don't understand at all. Like, that's the type of shit they do. Like, no, I'm keeping this in the plastic. That's what I told my mom when I bought the vinyls because. The, the record player is like Bluetooth. I'm telling like, I got the vinyls, but just you should just keep them wrapped up. And if you want to listen to it, just play it off your phone because mm-hmm. it's Bluetooth anyway. And you can just keep the vinyls all nice and sexy wrapped up. You know what I mean? But yeah, basketball. Let's, let's get into some basketball. Um, Christmas sucked as far as basketball goes. It was cool to go with the family and watch my little sisters open up gifts. No, no, no. I'm not going to let you do that. Don't okay. be ungrateful because we had a of spam we, we did but bro i sat here and watched all 13 hours of basketball so it sucked but we were legit i was legitimately watching every single game um until the, until a point 
like once the game got to like 20, it didn't get my full attention. Of course, it was still long. Uh, and that's kind of the way Christmas was this year. This is like I went back to see like last year's Christmas games, the year before that, year before that. This is the only one that didn't have at least one banger of a game. Last year we had Clippers Lakers and that was fire. The year before that we had a Warriors game that was real good and and the Cavs Warriors yeah. um in yeah, 2018 game that was amazing. I but, remember one of those years where Zach Levine was with the Timberwolves. They played against the Thunder. Why? How the hell did they get a Christmas Day game? I was so because they had him, Cat, and Wiggins against the Thunder. I was so hyped for that because that was like one of their first times being on like national TV. I was like, bro, let's go that, back. That's let's when they had back. them Christmas jerseys, didn't they? They had them Christmas oh, jerseys. Oh, I do the remember that. Sleeve. I do the remember them jerseys. No, it wasn't a long sleeve. It wasn't the sleeve. But it was like they had like the jerseys with the writing. So like oh, the, the inscription, had, yeah. Yeah, the Timbers had the black with the green, and the uh, OKC had the blue with the orange. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Durant was still on there. Was on that team. So, it was yeah. like future big three versus current big three, and Serge Ibaka as a third. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. They they should have been the future big three. So, I don't know. A couple of those players don't look good right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get let's get into it. I wanna I wanna play not really a game, but it gives us a way to talk about a lot of the different teams. I'm gonna say a team name, and you tell me what you saw, what you didn't see. Not specifically about Christmas, but like just in their games in general. And I start off with the the Warriors. Last episode, we were talking about the Western Conference preview, and Draymond Green has said this is championship or bust. And two games in, they suck. Um, oh, that's not even the one I was thinking of. I was thinking about a different one. For my boy Mike, I know it's a little blurry, but whatever. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the Warriors. Throughout two games, they've lost both by like forty points. Steph Curry has struggled. The Wings have struggled. Um, statistically, they are the the two worst Wings in any starting five across the league throughout the first couple games, and they have not lost a game. Whatever y'all saw from these teams, they, they haven't won a game. They haven't, they haven't won, won a game. game. You're right. Um, they haven't uh, been close to winning. Kepster, Steph Curry shooting as legendary and um. Historic as it is, it's just not effective when he's out there with guys who are not going to be able to shoot. So, yeah. um, seeing a lot of people talk down on Steph, but it's like the only way he's getting good looks or quality looks is if he launches from half court, which is absurd. Um, and I also feel like they they have such a complex offense um, that we've fallen in love, f- fallen in love with over the course of the years. But it's con- it's like complex. Like you you don't fall in love with that type of offense from it being simpl- simplistic. And the guys that they have, they don't have high IQ guys. So I think they're missing a guy like Draymond, who's familiar with the system, who knows how to screen for Steph. He knows how Steph is going to counter-react or counter-screen or, you know what I mean? He knows his body movements or that look you can give a player opposed to like a Wiggins. You know what I mean? Wiggins isn't a high IQ guy, especially if we're talking about distributing a basketball or screen setting. Uh, neither is Ubre And... James Wiseman is still a rookie. So they just have all of that, that new, you know, that new player thing that you go through. And then, like I said, they can't shoot. Like, I, I, they suck, bro. Oh no, it, it's hard I'm to read watch. these off because I don't know if everybody watched because it was a blowout. Eric Pascal 0 for 3 from 3. Wiggins 0 for 4. Ubre 0 for 5. Jordan Poole, one for six. I think Uber is 0 for 11 on the season from three. 0 for like, 11 from the season. First player ever started. But dunks or layups. Yeah. And, I mean, and Curry and was know, two for 10 himself. You, and you know what's crazy throughout the first two games? A lot of the shots, they, the, the catch and shoot shots that they've been taking are good looking shots. What makes it bad is when Wiggins is doing spin move 
foot on the line corner threes and when mm-hmm. Ubre's getting in trying to hit a step back that's not your game but like they have created open shots they just haven't gone in and I'm guessing that's going to change um and it'll probably change on Sunday when they go against the Bulls because the Bulls suck but they're going to eventually start hitting shots but even with them hitting shots the defense is horrible too like it's not even just the offense they can't guard a single player um Chris Middleton just absolutely destroyed them on Christmas and the first game I mean I know it's Kevin Durant and it's Kyrie Irving but like they had no answer for those type of guys it's like yeah. on both sides of the ball they are really struggling I mean the start of the season they did come out and go against like juggernauts they came out and went against he, I would say even in the small sample size like they're looking like they could resemble everything that they were last season you know with with Stephen Curry you know at, at this point if they're shooting like that I mean Andrew Wiggins Andrew Wiggins is going to be Andrew Wiggins for like the rest of his career, right? Even with the pressure on him now that that Golden State has, like if they do want to win, like he's going to have to be better, better than Andrew Wiggins he was. Kelly Oubre, he's going to have to hit his shot, you know? And I, like I said, they could resemble what they were last season. And Draymond may be the saving grace because, you know, he he does do with things that Pete said he makes it easier for like Stephen Curry, just everybody else. But I think that's a test of what, Draymond is at this point and we talked about this like his prime his prime might have not been that long right Mm -hmm. especially like what he did best that made him stand out he's not guarding one through five no more he's probably not having a game where he's getting 15 20 so does his game actually does it I mean it it is what it is like man 15 points okay I'm gonna look up what he what his his game high was last year because I don't know he sucked last year like he just was just bad I bet he had 15 at least Let's find out, cause I mean, but Mike, when Mike says that, it don't feel bad because he it don't feel bad. There. But fifteen, he can get fifteen. His season high last year was a dub. He put up okay. twenty against Cleveland. Uh, it's probably gonna be really weird that he give you like a decent scoring game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But playmate, but he's always gonna have his playmaking. What I say, but does it really? Does it make the other players better, or does it just like make it easier for them? Which they're already getting good looks, but like. I want to see what Draymond does when he gets back. Well, think about Draymond. Last year, he played 43 games. Right. And um, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong year. Oh, my God. This year's even worse. Um, okay. So, last year, um, he played with that terrible team. Mm-hmm. And he had six games out of his 50, six games out of his 40, where he put up 10 assists or more. So, even with his bad options around him, he still was a good playmaker and everything. Like, that's something you're going to get with Draymond. He still averaged six assists with literally G League players on his roster. Um, <laughs> so, so, I mean, again, Wiggins is better than a lot of the stuff they had last year. Kelly Oubre is better than a lot of the stuff they had last year. And, of course, Steph Curry's better. So, he'll probably get his assist numbers up. Shit, I'm hoping for it because I drafted that man in fantasy. Um, I need him to get his assist numbers up. But the, uh, who knows? That, I don't, did y'all see that, Greg? Like, they literally had the Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. Their stats combined, and Clay was outproducing them and being yes. more. I'm yeah. like, bro, y'all got to do something, bro. I, had, I was like, man, y'all going to have to do some type of replacement value. for They can't even make up that. My favorite trend on Twitter yesterday was when people just basically took screenshots from the Bucks, um warriors game, and it was screenshots of when Steph Curry's fucking triple teamed. Yeah. It was just like they were literally triple teamed him off, and, off the ball. He didn't have the ball in his hands. That's how much yeah. gravity he has. And I, I – like I think that for me, I don't really see anything with the team because unless this is what I will say, Steve Kerr having to maybe do some coaching. I, I think they may have to go against what they always done and do a whole new type of thing on the fly because I I don't see them being able to execute what they usually do with these guys. Because I mean, 
like you said, their the shot's gonna start to fall at some like I can't expect Kelly Oubre to never hit a three again. Right. But even if Kelly Oubre is knocking down shots, I'm I'm still playing Curry the way that I'm playing him because I don't think Kelly Oubre is like that. He's like 35% shooter. So I'm still gonna allow him to have looks. We're just not gonna let Steph beat us because he is dangerous when he gets going. Yeah. Oubre, I still think you're only gonna make one to two out of six if I'm if I'm giving you the opportunity. Versus Curry, we know he he go get 30, 30 points and a half if you let him get hot. So it's like even even if they start to get, you know, a little momentum in their shot making, a defense is still gonna play Steph the way that they playing them because it's like mm-hmm. it's Wiggins. Do I really think Wiggins is gonna beat me from behind the arc? No, hell no. And that's so, what I was watching. It seemed like their most productive offense was the pick and roll with James Wiseman. Yes, Marquise and, I, and I'm happy like to see and roll. Really good because, like P said earlier, their offense is heavy relying on high IQ players, and they don't have that. So let's be honest: a pick and roll with Steph Curry is fucking deadly. Let's just run that. Let's just run it over. Let's just do what James Harden did for when he won his MVP. Let's just run pick and roll with him and a big, and just that's the way our offense is gonna be. And Steph Curry's a good enough playmaker that if if we get past, if I get past my defender, I got Ubre in the corner. Let's hope that he knocks it down. Like Steve Kerr's gonna have to change the offense, but like we're in the beginning of the season. I, I mean this is the wrong time to be doing yeah. it. And, and it's a point of the short in off season where maybe he didn't even have time to really incorporate that. The game on Christmas day, we were talking about Wiseman because Wiseman was having a good game. Steve Kerr said in his interview, he's, he's only practiced with us five times this year. You know, they just haven't really had time to, to really change anything. A high pick and roll with Steph Curry would destroy teams. It just would. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it would be, it'd probably be better than what they're doing now. But again, I'm not, I'm not really, especially when you put Draymond on the floor. We know how he shoots it. I'm not really guarding him or Wiggins, so can it be that dangerous? Because we make it go. It would be better than what they're doing. We can do hard hedge and just drop down off uh, Draymond and Wiggins to protect uh, Wiseman rolling. Mm-hmm. I do like Marquise Chris, how he's played for them. Um thought Pascal would be a little better. Uh, Wiseman was three for four from three. Hard to judge him because, again, he hasn't played against uh, a legit – Big, a respectable big. I don't think. Uh, I mean, DeAndre Jordan's respectable, I guess. Yeah. But his stuff, he be playing a lot of garbage time against. I want to see him play against somebody. <laughs> he had his no, He played his moments last night where he was really, really good. He did, but again, he played. Who who was the center for the net, the, the Milwaukee Bucks? Brooke Lopez. I want to see him play against somebody legit in a real in a real moment. And I know it's gonna come with time, but I can't wait to see him play against a Jokic cat. Well, who, well, he plays against Window yeah. Card on Sunday, so that's. That's again. That that's him. as good as it gets. Who is that? That's a good. Yeah, he don't even know who the hell that is. Um, <laughs> that's but enough Warriors. Nice I mean, the, the, Wendell Carter ain't, ain't on nothing really, but he he know he he respected as a defender of some sort. So let's see. Um, I gotta turn my TV off. They keep showing this Kawhi with the blood on his arm. <laughs> Let's let's talk about the next big team, um, the Brooklyn Nets two and Great game on opening night against the Bad Warriors, but then they have some real competition with the the Boston Celtics, and KD comes out in that third quarter, and me and Michael watching this game together, and this it was just complete domination, and we couldn't do nothing but admire the fact that Kevin Durant is back, and he's just looking as he could not miss, he could not miss, and on top of that. Um, what I saw that was very fun was that um, Jared Allen was dominating on the glass, just absolutely dominating Daniel Tyson and Tristan Thompson. The basically the thing we talk about about the Boston Celtics, about them not having a real center that we trust, and it came to to reality yesterday because Jared Allen was making a lot of money for his future self, and this team looks amazing. 
Yeah, and when you look at the depth, you were able to see that when they take Kyrie and Katie out, they're able to keep leads and or either build on it. And I think that's real good for this team going forward because mm-hmm. they're going to need their rest. When you can rest both of your stars at once, it's a win. Like, that's yep. a win. There's no way you can lose in that situation. That's my takeaway. Like, Kevin Durant was cool, but Kyrie Irving is here. He's he's active. He's sharp. And he's focused. As much as people think thought what he was all doing was distractions and whatnot, he seems as focused as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they do their thing. They kind of like, it's like playing me and Mike playing my team. They kind of like take turns. It's like, hey, Kevin Durant, do your thing. Hey, now it's my turn. I'm about to let you have it. Hey, KD, go crazy third quarter. Kyrie, all right, now it's my turn to start of the fourth quarter. It's just literally like a video game. And like D-Mail said, even when you get a 17, 18-point lead, when you want to take them out, you can still have a carriage Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, Joe Harris be on the floor. Um, and I think that's going to be essential in their championship, you know, contending hopes is allowing those guys to have uh, defined roles and comfort and what they're doing because that that they, they go as far as – the other pieces and the other pieces are going to be buying in um, when they have comfort. You know, I think that's always the biggest part about putting duos together, putting super teams together is the pieces around it being comfortable. You know, like Kevin Love for a long time wasn't comfortable, you know, with Cleveland because he couldn't find his footing. Bosch took Bosch a little while to find his footing with the heat. But I feel like Karras and, and Spencer early on are quick are kind of like finding who they are within this team. And I, I don't know, I guess I give that credit to Steve Nash. <laughs> yeah. But uh I, everybody I, looks comfortable. Like everybody feels like they're already coming into their roles and the mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah. 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 Like, get get them credit for that too, because it like again, we keep seeing players say, like, oh, I'm I should be starting. Like Will Barton. I keep I'm gonna keep saying Will Barton. He said he should be starting in, uh, on this team. When should. in reality it's about like accepting whatever role your coach gives you for the betterment of the team. And that's what Karis LeVert did. Karis LeVert can go to 20 other teams in his league and be their starting guard, a starting wing for them. But he's like, I'm I'm cool with just coming off the bench. I'll just hold this second unit down and probably win six man of the year. Steve Nash is something I think is smart, though. When you're, especially like for a coach who's dealing with younger players, not even like young NBA players, but maybe like high school guys, you got to sauce that role up. Like he's, yeah, in in an interview, yeah, he's going to be playing that Manu Ginobili role for us. You know what I mean? It right. sounds more attractive. Like, if I'm on here coaching yeah. y'all, and, and KB is our star guy. We know he's going to get the shots. But here it is. I got to talk to D Mills and Mike for them to really buy in. See, D Mills, you know, when I envision you, it's like you got like that Tyson Chandler role when they won the, the championship with the Mavericks. They won because of him. You know, you got a sauce of the mic. You're going to play that Lou Will. Lou Will is one of the best six mans to ever play. You're going to be that for us. And then it get, you know what I mean? It gets you hyped up and you're like, yeah. you know what? Because yeah. I can imagine being Karis Avert here and I'm going to play the Manu Ginobili role. Bet! Manu Ginobili Bet. made all star games right off the bench. That's, that's what made that team so deadly. And we, we were just like, wow. Like, against just a lot of teams, especially in that East. And it's no doubt that they're the best. But you're talking about like when a team goes cold. If you have KD and Kyrie as your out, they're going to get you a bucket. Like, they're yeah. not going to miss many shots. But what makes them so deadly is they look like they, they especially Kyrie as females, they just look like they're mature. They're ready and they're here. Like, they're they're moving the ball. And when you move the ball with that type of talent, it just makes it so hard for the, them to guard your star players. Because you have to worry about, you know, Joe Harris and Spencer Dillon, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So that's what, what I was saying. Nothing, bro. 
even DeAndre Jordan, I feel like when they do have something, they just lob it to him. It's like yeah. you have you have to worry about constantly. Everything. Well, what I was saying is that they got they got two of the best isolation players ever on the team right now, mm-hmm. but the ball not sticking. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. But it, it it's been working. Where they it, it's all buying into the system. Did you say yesterday you was like I I hope like what this is in these two games is just like you know we don't need James Harden like yeah we're good with these two Bro, dudes don't, like we don't need don't. an ISO player. It don't has to that. be that. You can't trade for James Harden when you've started off this good, bro. It's going to yeah. be hard to convince the other players that, like, yeah, James is the guy. Or oh, the fans. James mm-hmm. James is going to come in and but make us bro. even better. Because even, yeah. like, KD and Kyrie doing them, like, Spencer Dewey is a dude that, like, at the end of the day, he just doesn't get as many shots by him. So, like, he's not going to be a creating his own shot like he was last year when KD was missing time or Kyrie was out. Same thing with Karras. James Harden, I, I just cannot picture him without the ball majority of the time. Yeah, you're going to have to yeah. get him 18 to 20 shots. You're going to have to change right. your offense. Off top. Off top, yeah. he's getting 20 shots. Yeah. You, you can't expect him to accept anything less. And just working in another star when you don't, like, in, in a time like this, when it was already shortcut, new head coach, this team is still kind of new playing with each other. Luckily, they're hitting out their stride early and, and, and being cool. But it's like, why even try to implement a whole other personality on a court and everything? Like when you don't have to, and yeah. then you got to get rid of those pieces that were already there and not used to the culture and everything. Now you got to get rid of them and bring in new guys. Shout Maybe. out to the Nets, man. Now, now if they would have started off kind of rough, then maybe you convince yourself that it's worth it. But if they doing what they do it did in those first two games, ain't no way in hell. Ain't no yeah. way in hell. Um, let's talk about the next team. Y'all want to go Clippers or Lakers first? Because we got to get to both. Because both. Have looked good in, in the moments. Okay. I'm um, talking about the Clippers. <laughs> Somebody flip that. <laughs> they beat the Lakers, though, so I feel like we had to talk about them. Yeah, let's talk about them. So they beat the Lakers on opening night. Dog walked them. And then they end up dog beating walked dog them. walked them. Then end up beating the uh the Denver Nuggets. Get their little revenge, you know. They were talk they were talking at trash, you know. This was a big game for them. Um, I don't know if the Nuggets looked at it that way. I think it's probably just another game for them. But like, uh, through two games, PG is looking great, playmaking, hitting shots, full off season, no shoulder surgeries, same trainer from MVP season. I'm back on motherfuckers' asses. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the clips still look. The clips still looks really good. Uh, I, I, it's got to be part of that, like what we were talking about earlier with that triangle offense. They're looking like they're moving the ball a lot more and like getting more rotation. Like it's not just straight up ISO. And I do like PG running that point guard role. That man is a big ass guard, man. Mm-hmm. That's just his nickname, big ass guard. But uh, a bag. He's a bag. <laughs> we gonna call them bags. I love me a bag. I like the money bag, but also like big ass guard. Penny Hardaway, uh, PG, Kobe when he played point guard for field. But no, I, I agree, Mike. I think Batum is the same thing. He's a big ass guard, um, and I think I just like the 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 like you said the triangle offense just gives them some organization. Uh, there's still plays where Kawhi gets it in the mid and he just goes on his ISO because you you have to do that. Paul George, you know, we've seen the turnaround fade that he had. They can still have those options, but it just sets you up to get you organized. Um, and they have some good. It just makes everything a little simpler. Um, I don't know how much y'all watched the game, but it was players. You do a pick and roll. You have a set. Ibaka has a lane. Defense collapse. Louis on the corner. Knockdown three. It's just simple, simple, simple basketball. And I think that's also another thing. They have some better players. Um, Serge Ibaka is a better basketball player than Montrez here. Yep. Plain and simple. Um, you know, I think Luke Kennard is a, is a good basketball player. Always is going to be respected as a shooter. 
no matter how long it takes him to get comfortable and find his role with the Clippers, because that's what he's doing now in these early games, uh, what I've noticed. But he's always going to be a guy you have to pay attention to. Uh, and I think that that's better for them because for some reason they couldn't really get Landry Shamit to be that guy for them with this team. Cause we know Landry Shamit came to the Clippers as that guy that was like, don't leave him. Don't, mm-hmm. but for some reason they lost that um, last year. And yeah, uh, Zubak, uh, you know, is, is the big off the bench and I like that, but yeah, man, I think this team is better than last year just because they had to taste the disappointment. They got a couple more better basketball players, and they found a way to, to to turn their weakness and, like, tune it out. Like, the point guard play, just let our best players handle the ball um, and get them organized. Yeah, and I, that not, may be coaching. Shout out to Tyron Lue because a lot of people question him because he played with LeBron, coached LeBron and won. So, you know, if he has success here, we have to start giving him some credit as a legit coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you look at the ability that Ibaka just – he just creates so much space for them, like – that triangle offense is going to be able to thrive because they have, like, a stretch five out there. So that opens up that mid-range area. Like, you know who he reminds me of, D-Mills? Who? You, as far as shooting the basketball. Y'all both have a similar type uh shot mechanics and, like, a touch. Defensively, your ass ain't yeah, nowhere near gonna, him. I was going to so say, right. yeah. no, not at all. Uh, I, I, y'all both like to be in and take y'all time and shoot the shot and just be a nice little touch. But, yeah, yeah you yeah. know defensively. I, I'm looking at the sets again. Paul George, Batum, and Kawhi Leonard, both are like all forwards, basically. We call them big ass guards too, but like they had 20 assists, 20 assists in that game. Yeah. Like all Batum, together. Batum looked really good these last two games. I'm just so happy that he's back playing minutes and stuff. Cause last year he was just sitting in Charlotte. Cause they, you know, youth movement, we're just gonna let our young guys play. Uh, we paid Joe as a gazillion dollars. Just sit on the bench for us for a year. And I'm happy that he's playing alongside a good team because he's still a good player. I think we yeah, talked about they, that before. I hope they keep him starting and let Morris come off the bench. I think he I played, like that too. Yeah, yeah he, he kind of just fits that secondary playmaker role pretty well with that starting unit. They should definitely play. And he's sitting or, that or they can take Pat Bev out and put in. No, because who's going to run around him? Liberty at guard. Yeah. And they foul. The, and foul. The top three options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he do. <laughs> they top three options scoring-wise are efficient as hell these first two games. PG, mm-hmm. 8 of 14, 5 for 9 for 3. Batum, uh, 5 of 8. Kawhi, 8 of 14, 57%. Uh, and Ibaka, 6 of 9, 66%. So, I mean, they shooting the, they shooting that ball efficient as hell between the, the top uh, pass slices. Yeah. But – they dangerous, boy. It's the revenge tour for them, man. They got that little chip on their shoulder. They know they. It's like they can beat the Lakers if they want to. Hell yeah. They, they put can. their mind to it. They can beat the Lakers for sure. Look at Mike. He don't want to keep a comment on that type of shit. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna comment, but I know in the back of my head, man, that I, I know that Clippers team is dangerous, man. Especially okay. with Kawhi. So about the team that they played against, uh, 0-2 Denver Nuggets. Uh, seeing people on Twitter overreacting to this. But if y'all watched that first game, that was just like the weirdest game of the year so far where um, Will Bard missed the layup, then Harrison Barnes got his dunk blocked, and then Buddy Hill tipped it in. The refs called a bad foul against Yoke. It's like a lot of shit happened for them to lose that game. And Jamal Murray like hit one shot all night. Yeah. Um, so that, that was a game they should have won but didn't. They look better in this game. I, I'm going to say they look better in this game because they had that little stretch where they were having that little comeback and Jamal Murray actually started hitting the shots because through the first through the first six quarters of basketball this season for him, he had hit like two shots, which is fucking crazy. And then he started to turn it up. They started to have a little comeback, but obviously the Clippers put it away. But I, I don't want people to overreact 
yeah, to what bro. the Denver Nuggets have done because they they don't look bad. You know, they don't look bad. Jokic is coming to this year and he's already averaged basically a triple double. Um he's he's doing he's doing all right. I don't want people to overreact. I like Kempazo. He, he didn't play he much do. yesterday. But the first thing he turned the ball right over. I'm like, what are you did doing? He, um, <laughs> he threw the ball right to a clipper. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? In the first game, he was fun. Um, I don't know who the hell he's guarding on the clipper, so that's why he like, probably didn't get much little, PT. Little spin pass he'd be doing, whatever. Defensively, I feel like they were lacking. I feel like they were giving up a lot of open shots. And against the Kings, Aaron Fox was just having this way, bro. He was just getting the ball and just going down the court like fast as hell. Marvin Bagley looked pretty good mm-hmm. for his first game back. I'll be honest with you. Forget all that. They lost to the Kings because Jamal already had nine points. Yeah, yeah, he didn't shoot the ball well. <laughs> they he were the yeah. ball. like between the Kings, Bro, Joe I'm gonna team. say it, bro. That Kings team was fun as hell to watch, though. Uh, and that first, he said that game. though. Yeah, no, we said that. We Dude, said as long as I said that they are league pass team before they ever play the game. So yeah, yeah, I, it's, we yeah. said that like as long as they were playing fast, that team is gonna be fun as hell. And that first game, they were running. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what's up. Jokic had like three of their bigs foul out though. Like Rashawn Holmes, uh, Bagley, and then actually it was just those two, and then the third third center was in heavy foul trouble too, and then they Whiteside. signed Metu. Metu, yeah, Hassan Whiteside. They signed Metu. Metu. Um, former Spur. Derek didn't know that he's not a Spur fan. Oh no, Derek had made a tweet that he was excited to watch a lot of Spurs ball this year. So did you did you watch their first game? I did. The one, yep. Because uh, who, who did they play? Oh. Fuck, bro. I don't know, but I remember. Big four, four. Big four, four. Oh, yeah, they play Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. Yeah. Dom Rand supports them. Because he was like, he was literally like the only one out there doing anything. Mm-hmm. That whole team. They put some they respect definitely was missing. Anderson's name. They were definitely missing Jaron Jackson Jr. in that game. Yeah. yeah. Cool. They played tonight he against the. Uh, Valentunas. The Hawks, right? Violated the whole game. They were just one at his ass. They play against the Hawks. Huh? They, they play against the Hawks today at like four our time. So like soon. Soonish, they gonna be playing. That's a good game, and it's on NBA TV too. So I'm like, to tune in. yeah, that's a that's a must watch. That's a must watch. Game. The Nuggets. Jamal Murray has to be better. Number one, number two. Michael Porter Jr. is he has to be looked at as a guy that's their guy. They have to like let let him be him. It's going to work out for them. Um, I, yeah, people are overreacting. I, I get a lot of tweets. I get more tweets about the Nuggets than anybody. It's like, oh, they're on two. Should we be worried? I'm like, damn, y'all on the Nuggets case. Yeah. Um, I like the team. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think know. Jokic already has the case too. Like, I, I think he's the clear cut best center, the best center in the NBA right now. I think Joel Embiid is like a really close second, but Jokic, I, I think he I think he's proven coming into this season with Jokic. The man is averaging 26 and a half, 12 and 12 through two games. It's like r- ridiculousness, and Joel B had a very good game too throughout the yeah. first one. So we don't, I don't want to say anything crazy about Joel. No, no, I'm just happy to hear somebody else. I've seen it. a lot of people talking shit about what Gary Harris has been doing on the damn court. <laughs> that he ain't been doing shit apparently. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm still with the starting Will Barton, man. He he's still a hell of a player to me. Will Barton did was a great. I think he is a prime six man guy. He's just, what, his game. His over MPJ or Gary Harris. Over Gary Harris. Oh, but like, I agree with KB said because then if you start him, Gary Harris, who y'all complain is your about, best score off your bench. It's like yeah, he ain't really doing much off your bench. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. At least with the Nuggets, he gets he's not catch even your best shoot. score off the bench. It's Monte Morris. I guess it is Monte Morris. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Next team, oh Lakers. Let's just hit the Lakers really quick. Why um, I gotta be really quick? I'm messing around. Yesterday was an example of why this team is a favorite to me because you have 40 points between Dennis Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell, and it's like it's so hard to see any team beating them in a seven game series. Obviously, it's possible, but it's like I, I think it have to be extreme circumstances for them not to win this thing, bro. Because give me the clips. I, I'm rolling with the clips, man. Through two games? If they get matched up with, the with the clips in the seven-game series, give me the clips. And if they get to the finals against the Nets, give me the Nets. Oh, what are you man. talking about, man? Oh, you see how I'm Mike. Changing, bro. How, how quick the narrative be changing, bro. We is no narrative has changed. Kitro just said the narrative. They're the team to beat. They're the favorite. Nobody's ever said that. I'm just saying. Hey, I remember know. it's been a couple of episodes. I don't know if any. I can't see no teams beating them Lakers. I, right. I said, but what did I say? Yeah, I always strictly said. said. I always strictly said on paper because we we hadn't got a chance to see these teams play. So I was saying on paper, that's how we was going about every team. On paper, on paper, on paper is what I always echo because I can't. I, can't, I don't know how the Wizards are going to look on a court with Westbrook and Bradley Beal. All we had was on paper. So now I'm getting a little taste, and I, I'm telling you, they're still the favorite. But man, it's a way that they ask and lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's you know got that little bit of vulnerability. I, I really like this scene, bro. Dennis Shoot is a dog, and I just like to fuck with you, like KB, like to fuck with you. <laughs> that, I know, bro. But, bro, you people know, be bro. thinking we so serious, bro. <laughs> And that's, that's so crazy. Y'all, man. hey, if they can hear what y'all be saying in the party, especially Kyron, too. Y'all to think y'all. No, I don't want them to hear what Kyron said. He yeah, take no, it. Kyron, Kyron took everything to the extreme. He be talking about people dying and never playing yeah. again. He be going too far, yeah, bro. He going too far. He be going too far. Look, no. emails you back in the surprise face. Playoff game, LeBron killing in the bubble. I hope, I mean, I hope that I hope his ass break his leg and never play again. Like, Kyron, what are you on, bro? bro? He'll be like, Yeah, he's been dominant for too long, man. Get it somebody else's turn. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, we may only have a few years left, LeBron. You trying to say all this stuff, but I, I, I've been really impressed with the team. KB mentioned it. Uh, Shooter and Hero had like 40 points. I think the big four, if you want to say it, they had almost damn near 100 by themselves. The uh, big four. Mm-mm. Big is for three, fantastic is for four. Fabulous is for four. Is THT still un, uh, untradeable? <laughs> <laughs> Untouchable? Uh, nah. Well, nah. You know what? Not yet. I'm going to say not yet. Not yet. Not yet, man. Yo, yeah. you crazy as hell. Season, man. You crazy as hell. Season. I think as long, hey, as long as there ain't no doubt, the same thing we were talking about, like the Lakers are the clear-cut favorite, they not going to make no moves. Unless it's like, oh, we giving Jeez. up somebody and we getting all, oh, we getting this in return. You it's must like, not know Rob Palenka. He'll trade everybody at that deadline if they get the team better. So, I'm saying they ain't finna just make no trade for no reason. I feel like they're going to have to feel like, okay, we see a little fault right here. Let's do that. Because I think, I think THC is a little bit, you know, I think he can really mold yeah, up the THC. future. THC is Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. I said THC. <laughs> I said THC. Contreo and Derek, did he say THC? I heard it. I heard a T. I mean, I heard a C. I heard a C. You said it right. You heard a T. But nah, another thing is the Lakers always have those moments where it's like, they just look like nobody could fuck with them, right? It could be like the third quarter or some shit. They're going to have a moment where they're just teed up. And so that's always- That boy might get talking to you about the Lakers, boy. <laughs> he ain't had shit to say about the Nuggets. That would say, hey, like, hey, Mike, can fuck with them. <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, we looking good, man. Derek, like, talk to I me. Think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, I was going to say, I, I'm okay with that first night L, man. Okay. It, was about the, it was about getting the rings that night. Get used to True. it. True. <laughs> getting the rings, I'm gonna get used to, you know, I'm gonna get used to that. 
Derek, talk to me about um, your Portland Trailblazers. How, how did how, what did you see in that game? Um, obviously, no overreactions unless you really want to overreact. But like based Which on game? that game, the one they got the ass bust. They got the oh, ass spanked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I sent him my ass. Yeah, I did see that too. He was like, "Y'all already know who I'm rocking with." And then Rudy gave it a quick dub. Game twenty and fifteen. I'd be like two blocks. And I said, "I wanted Rudy to average 20. Let's go, Rudy." Ain't hit no three though. I need the three. But hey, he did it against a top five center, according to some people. So, whew, he must be really. He must have been really out there that night, Hundy Mills. He was. He had a hell of a night. The Blazers played terrible defensively. They gave up what, like seventy some points in the first half. And then Dame didn't even really try to take any shots. He was like, "Did he not oh. try to, or was he's getting his ass clamped?" I think he only took like four shots in the first half. Was that because of lack of effort, or was no, that because he, he couldn't get a shot off? He was he was clearly trying to get his shooters going. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, he was clearly trying to make sure Derrick Jones Jr., Roko, all them guys taking shots. Tell him he's not LeBron. He's not. He's trying to take a page out of Brown book. I'm gonna get y'all going first, so I can wrap up the game. Yeah, I think he's more so suited when he's coming out being aggressive first and then getting the other guys. So this is his this is his first game in two years where he finished below double digit points, which is crazy. Yeah. Dame Lillard? I didn't even know that. He had nine. Yeah, Eric Jones yeah. Jr. looked good to begin with. Yeah, MVP, like, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win MVP if you have a game. With single digit number, bro. Has anybody <laughs> won an MVP? I'm about to go. I think Giannis had a, a single digit game last season. I'm gonna uh, quickly check real quick. Now, if I run the NBA, I think that was no. against the 76. Th- I'm thinking about that 76er game, but maybe it wasn't. Let me no, see. No, that was Joel Embiid that had the 12. Uh, the lowest he had last year was a 12 point game. Yeah, yeah see, if I was commissioner, I instantly make that rule. You cannot be an MVP if you had single digit. He game. put up 12 in 10 minutes, though. I don't know what the, he did. He get injured him. or something? I don't know. That man could drop 50 next game. His average is right back. Who in in the game today reminds y'all of Derrick Rose? Miami held him to nine points his first MVP season. No, I was going to say nobody. (laughs) Uh, That was say He's talking about uh, John Moran and D. Rose comparison. No, yeah, because of the trajectory. I'm talking about a game, like, same type of of game. D. Rose? Ain't no guards at 6'3 dunking on your head like that. Like, Ja will try. Derrick Rose wasn't trying. He was doing it on a consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't really see a guard that athletic. It was supposed to be Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> it's still time. He almost, he almost done. It's still he time. almost there. Is there any other uh, miscellaneous teams that y'all saw that y'all thought were worth talking about? Mavericks. Ain't the Mavericks 0-2? They're 0-2. Um, this is basically what I expected to happen because without Porzingis, it's just a lot of pressure on Luka. And they were very close to beating the, um, Phoenix in that first game, but Devin Booker iced them. Um, it's just I'm not going to say anything about them until Porzingis comes back, which looks like it's coming up in a week or two. So Apparently he tried to play in that game. Oh, for real? That's what Carlisle said. Okay, well, that's good news, at least. Well, sit your goofy ass down. We're not going to tell you the same game. Hey, that backcourt of Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook looked really mm. good the other day. Yeah, they did. Um, there was just was able to give more effort defensively. There was a 1-5 where it was Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, Troy Brown, Davis Bertans, and, and Mo Wagner. They only played together for like four minutes, y'all. But that's they were deadly as hell. Yeah, they, now, they was not getting no stops. 
but offensively they, bro, was they were rolling, as hell. they had a different lineup with like ish smith denny they had russell they had like a four guard lineup yes in there. yes you that? <laughs> i like that team though they was going at the sixes they was there yeah bro, they that's what that's what bradley Beal gonna like about playing with russ is like we go mode we go on mm-hmm. that closed the lineup for them is really nice though when they have bradley bill russell denny Bert Towns and thomas Bryant. that lineup is really good i like that. I, um they they kind of got, and I'm not gonna get them too much credit. Obviously, it's not the same, but like the Nets, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal find time to like you do you, I'm gonna do me for a second, and then it it worked well that first game. They really yeah. had a legit chance to win that game. No, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought they were gonna struggle shooting the ball. Say it again, dear. Russell Westbrook struggled shooting the ball, and they were still in that game. Yeah, he had one mid range shot. I was like, eee, <laughs> on Joel. Mm-hmm. You gonna watch me? Uh, but that, that was our first time we saw Philly. And and mm-hmm. and Seth Curry made the big play. Seth Curry made a couple big plays to to, to win this guy. Yeah, it was one play I remember. Who looked terrible on that team though? Tobias Harris fucking sucks, man. Oh my god, it's so annoying to watch him play because obviously he he's super talented. He's Mister Average. Yeah. He's like a Wiggins. He's he is similar to average, Wiggins because guys, because he's, he's good. He is good. You you see times where he's really good, but you also think that he's making thirty four million dollars this year for that team, and it's just all <laughs> of that combines. It's like, bro, what are you what are you doing? Like I was gonna ask y'all, we were talking about Wiggins. If Wiggins was a free agent this year, he's not a free agent to twenty twenty three. By the way, max contract money to twenty twenty three. But if he was on the market in twenty twenty one, how much money y'all think a team would pay him to play for them? Like Probably realistically, 10, 18, 15, 18. 11 million. I say around okay. ten. Damn, he's bad. Like eighteen million dollars, there. That's a lot of money, bro. Just got that. But eighteen million, like Derek, Derek White just got what six seventeen. Yeah. Um, he's on a rookie deal. Larry Market was trying to get twenty, so they're on rookie deals. They paying for potential. Wiggins, he that's his true. He was paid for. That's true. With, with his max, that's bro, very very true. Eighteen million dollars. For a guy who's going to be, like, not in the rookie phase, potential shit, it's a lot of money, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. What about Tobias, then? Tobias, same thing. I think he get I 30. Think be, yeah, I think he'll be around, like, 10 to 15. Somebody's going to be around that. I don't know, man. I think people are going to start looking at a lot of these contracts. And it's just like that 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 bad contract, it's going to have, like, it's going to carry with them. Teams yeah. are not going to just be like, oh, let me throw them, you know. I feel like there's yeah. not a lot of bad contracts anymore other than, like, max players, right? There's no, like... There used to be bad contracts that would be um, not max money, but it's like to a badass player. $15 million to a player that's barely rotational. Um, we don't have those as much anymore. I remember late in that uh, Philly game, though, there was one play. I did see them run a pick and roll. And I don't know how, like, Russell Westbrook and Thomas Bryant both went on the screen. They still let Ben Simmons get to the paint somehow. Yeah. But it was it, cool it to was see more like, Russell. I mean, go ahead, D-Mills. Now, first play of the game, Ben Simmons came off a pick and pick and roll with Joe and Bleak and shot a mid-range jump. I was like, eee. Yeah, it, was, so, it hey. was good to see them run a pick and roll finally. Yeah. Finally, after 80 years well, of having a guy that they I finally run a pick ben, and roll. Coach now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Ben Simmons has like the same – it's very similar to like Lonzo Ball, especially in fourth quarters where it's like I'm literally just looking to pass and like kind of defer. They need to have those times where it's like, okay, I might actually go get five, 10, five, 10 points in this fourth quarter mm-hmm. type of moments, I think, to expand their game. Another uh, game I wanted to say that I was watching, I'm like, damn, these guys are actually like, damn, they're like, I might have to like, these are dudes you could build. Brandon Ingram and Zion were balling. Mm-hmm. Like, and which, which, the first game or second game? The second game. The first I guess game both of them, of, they play really good. Yeah, the, the first game was kind of more of like a team effort, I think. Um, but uh, that second game, it was really like, damn, they're all uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion. Like the yeah. other guys are like, 
you could barely trust them. They missing shots, turning the ball over. But I'm looking at those guys like if they had an opportunity and like say they did blow it, everything, they had all those picks, they got rid of all that, and they actually brought in like legit people that was gonna help them rim now. I'm okay with that. Like that's how good that those two players are for them right now. Mm. When I was looking at that game though, a big thing that I was noticing, even though Brandon Ingram did have his game, is that when he tried to get to that mid-range like ISO area, it was no space. Like he was shooting over two people damn near sometimes. Yeah, I mean Eric Bledsoe sucks. <laughs> at least he did on Christmas, and that that really hurt them. They were not guarding him. They were allowing Lonzo to shoot too. He just wasn't knocking them down. Um, and I feel yeah, like that's were, how teams are going to play. They're going to be like, we know Lonzo's a, at least a decent shooter now, but we'll rather him beat us than let Brandon Ingram get to his spots or letting Zion get to to the paint. We'll let we'll let Lonzo. We'll let Eric Black yeah, shoot bit, all the threes. He's a bit streaky. He had yeah. one game and hit three. I, game, I think he was two for so seven last Steven night. Adams at that high post, like at that high post area, so he can go to high low action with Zion. So, uh, it just, like I feel like it like wouldn't work for me. I'm not guard Steven Adams the mid post. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why you kind of have to because he can't get a three second violation. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I, this team is just like I, if they had swapped a different couple of players that just like fit the players at the top, I feel like this team would be so much better. Like, would, I mean, they're one at one, you know. Bad performance on Christmas. The team that looked the first game of the season, they didn't look bad. They looked really good, no, they, actually. Yeah, they did. The Raptors actually kind of looked like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. They only play one game. We'll see how the next game goes. He's the run through Brandon Ingram. He's their best player. Um, the Atlanta Hawks looked like the best team in basketball when they played. <laughs> but um, I had to go. I was looking back at the my highlights, bro. I was like, am I damn near at the end of this video? They had, Hawks had damn near 80 points. It's still like five minutes a, left of the video. It was, it was uh, like, they bro. had 80 points, 83 points at halftime. Yeah. So I'm they, like, they had 115 points going into the fourth quarter. We were, I was watching this game on the microphone with y'all. And remember, I was like, um, man, I'm just happy this game is over. And then I looked and we had a whole nother quarter to go. They had 115 and we still had a whole nother co- quarter to go. And that bad quarter, Zach Levine and Kobe might work defensively. I don't know. It don't work offensively, the Derek. It didn't yeah, work it at least the first game. It didn't. Like it, it was a funny thing when KB blurted out. He's like Patrick. He's like you were happy as hell. Patrick Williams had started, but like midway through the game, they're losing. He's like, it's no way Patrick Williams should be our second best player on our team. Right <laughs> yeah, because he, he definitely was our second best player. Um, yeah, Patrick Williams looks good. No that, overreactions here, but goddamn, they look really that, bad. That block was kind of crazy. Like that length you got, man, mm-hmm. a grown man out there. Free free Zach, man, free Zach. Um, But for for the Atlanta Hawks, though, the offense just looks so fluid. Again, they're going against one of the worst defensive teams ever, it looks like. But uh, Trey Young missed, what, two shots the whole game? It's just he whatever they did, whether they were hedging, whether they dropped, he just made them suffer. And um, they left the center position, whoever it was, Wendell Carter or Daniel Gaffrey, in no man's land with that pick and roll with John Collins. Um, yep. It was either a lob or it was a Trey Young three. That was the only option. And DeAndre Hunter felt like he was the best player in the world. Too. Like they looked really good. Now that's why I'm excited for today's game because they're going against actual an actual NBA team with the Grizzlies. And I'm gonna see if like could they are they actually really good or the Bulls are just really really bad. It's one or the other, right. and we're gonna see some of that tonight. I appreciate y'all because uh, Trey Young on my fantasy team. So the Bulls yeah. play the Pacers tonight. The bonus on my fantasy team. The Warriors cool. tomorrow. So if we don't leave this the end of this week at least one and two, call it a season. Call Who do you it. think y'all have more potential to beat the Warriors? Hell yeah. 
bad. Did you see the Warriors in the first two games? The niggas suck. They're bad. They got a man on their team that can't hit a shot. Yeah. Man. Bro, so Kelly Uber gonna come out and hit five threes in the first I'm half. Curry it, is gonna get his mojo on y'all there. Yeah, yeah the way we, we, go, the way we like, guard pick and roll. He's like, that's his team to do it on, bro. Yep. We are the team to drop 50 on if you really want a 50 piece. Yeah, his his teammate dropped 50 on us, what, a year and a half ago? Yep. It's just the way here, That's the same year Dame and CJ both dropped 50 on. All right, that's enough. Do the 50 uh, club. That's enough Chicago Bulls talk. They don't deserve more minutes than that. Um, I think that's. I mean, we could. I don't. I don't have much to say about the Cavs. They look. Colin Sexton looked good in that first game. Darius Garland. Darius Garland had a good game. That's what I'm surprised about. I hey, I said he's gonna have a much better second year, man. Well, I mean, yeah. he's supposed to, but I think he's gonna be like a legit, legit better. Drummond had a good little impact. I liked him. He was playmaking. His rim runs were. Opening up lanes for people. My only thing about Drummond that I really dislike is that he turns the ball over way too damn much for a center. He just does. For a center that's not like Jokic, that's the ball is going through him every play. He turns the ball over like way a, too a much. Immaturity. It's just because I think he knows he plays for the Cavs. And he's just like, nobody cares. Like, what is coach going to bench me? Who are you going to put in for me? Dean Wade? I'm good. It don't matter what I do. No, he's he's a he too, so he's trying to do everything. Yeah. It was kind of like that time when he was with the Pistons and he was just bringing the ball up the court and shooting three. <laughs> oh, like, hey, man, that's what you do. He had five turnovers last, the first game. It's like that's that's just too much for a guy that shouldn't even be getting, like, real touches. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, anything else around the league that y'all want to talk about before we wrap up this episode? guess the Rockets are going to lose their first game. All the guys, they got a quarantine. Yeah. Is that uh, tonight against Blazers or is that tomorrow? Tonight against the Blazers. Okay. We'll see a bounce back game from the Blazers. When um, do we see the Thunder play? I'm ready to see Darius. Thunder Bay. play tonight too. They Let's play against it. um the Hornets. That could be a fun little game. game. Be a fun little game. Oh, okay. Little yeah. Okay. I'm expecting us to have way better games tonight than on Christmas for some reason. That's a Terry Rozier. We're putting this team on his back to try to get that win. Yep. Did we talk about the Bucks? Giannis missing the free throws. You don't want to talk about that? Hey, Drew Holiday, I'm glad I picked my mans up. He looking real good in that Bucks uniform. I'll say that. Chris Middleton doing his thing, too. For the people that don't know, of yes, Drew Holiday has been good. But Mike drafted Drew Holiday in a fan. Remember, this is fantasy in a fantasy league over Russell Westbrook, who we know Russell Westbrook's going to get triple doubles all season long. Let so. me also say that I literally was looking at the pick with like 10 seconds left because I just picked up my phone and I just picked the first person I seen. And right. he was right there. Yeah. So it's not like I seen Russell's like okay. I want to ask the commissioner <laughs> since we here why that trade get vetoed. It didn't, uh-huh. but you wanted to. Why? What was about that trade that you were like no? It was so one sided. You got LeBron James and Marcus Smart for DeAndre Ayton and Shea. That's not very one sided. Shea is going to average thirty five fantasy points this season. I think it's more so the fact that LeBron. I think it? you're just looking at LeBron as LeBron and not LeBron this season. You think they got, I got LeBron and AD just on the team and they finna come hoop for me at night. Nah, but yeah, that was like, he, he seen that trade. He was like, what? Everybody else you know, in the league was cool with it except for you. You're the only person as a commissioner and Terrence, yeah. but Terrence don't know basketball. So, especially not fantasy basketball. When has Terrence ever made the fantasy playoffs? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it just don't happen. Um, y'all know, you could have had LeBron. I was shopping him all week. He was there. 
You wanted that's why he wanted to veto it. That, that no, was I was like, let's have a conversation. Me and Mike, me and I didn't go into Mike and like, let me get your two best players. We had a conversation. We we negotiated and we agreed on something. That wasn't even the original trade. I the, was that say. wasn't the original trade. The original trade had Tobias Harris. My thing is, Derek, if it was him, he wouldn't have vetoed it. Right. And you know what makes me mad? You were like, oh, I got to put the trade through. You put your trade through. You literally what? put your trade through. Yes, what? you, yes, you went through. It just went through. That's cap, bro. I swear to God, That's I didn't cap. even. Put that through. I, it just went through. I didn't even know I had. So, to. so your trade goes through, but ours has to sit for four days before it goes through. I swear to God, I did not go in there and adjust anything or agree to anything. And I, the, the bogus thing is, I could have had LeBron. On my, I could have used that points that Marcus Smart and Brian had. Yes, yeah. It probably automatically did it because it's the commissioner making the trade, so therefore I don't have to. Do <laughs> right. So just um, all the trades you make, it's just gonna go like that. What would have to happen for a trade to get actually vetoed? I think it would have to be a scenario where somebody's like, I'm done with the league. Somebody can have my players. And like, really, I trade uh, Tobias Harris for John, who has, um, who does Kevin John Frank. have that I want? Like, he has I KD, mean, right? He has KD. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah I remember I did it with my sister on her last yeah. job. When she was but I there. mean, that's like. So that's... you were cheating. <laughs> yes, literally just admitted. Literally to just admitted to cheating. I don't know how you're the commissioner this year. You literally just admitted to cheating a couple so years ago. It was the year that Danny Green was having a really good year with the Spurs, and I traded him to my roster, and he was giving me like 35-plus fantasy points tonight. This is our commissioner, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And Danny Green is like a player. Probably, it's going to be like under the radar. It's not like he traded Kevin Durant to the team, so nobody going to really notice he's got just Danny Green chilling on his team now. He was hoping to. <laughs> Next year, we need a new commissioner. We, we're going to have a an election for commissioner for it's fantasy. Your ass all over the Normally, place. it's you. Normally, it is me. And guess what? We've never had any troubles in the six years of me being commissioner. Ever. You also had a commissioner. He ended up with, like, the top pick every time. Every time. People don't know. We did We did three. We had three leagues until we finally ended up on the last one. And in every one of those leagues, D-Mills had the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. I literally had to change And he my... just openly admitted to cheating a couple years ago, so now I'm even more on edge. And <laughs> we went to go look at the review, and all of the points are like, it's like defensive. It's a defensive league. And he, and he drafted all defensive players. Like DeJounte Murray, he took for early. And then it's um, so funny, bro, because like, he's got his, so he got one of the best teams in the league. Man's want to put, after we drafted, after people had bets, he see what they got. Y'all trying to do a $20 pool, and your exactly. winner gets all the money? Exactly. Like, bro, what? <laughs> Bro, you can't be convinced. He got DeJounte. He got Miles Turner, who had six blocks in the first game. And bam. And bam. None of us, because the way the point system set up this year is different than any other year. So I was drafted as if we were playing last year's numbers. I had no idea this is what it, and he gonna talk about we can't edit it, which I still feel like is cap. You can edit it. There's bro. no I fucking way they're gonna allow you to start a league and not edit your own settings bro, as a commissioner. Derek is not a guy you can listen to because he don't know how to do shit. He tell you. He won't even look. He's just saying I, I can't. I, I, listen, I was commissioner on the same app last year, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, and we could change the settings. We can change bro. the point values. It just was true. If I, I look at here, I go and, then, and then instead of him saying, "Man, I don't know how to do it." I can't do it. You can't do it. They won't let you do it. They, uh, bro, I'm telling you. I thought I could promote other people to commissioner. Derek, let's huh, huh, keep it a buck. Did you know the point totals when you were drafting? No, I did not. No, I did not. When I found that article that I sent y'all, that's when I found it. Because hmm. I was looking up how to change the points, and that point system came up of the ESPN saying, hmm. like, they have a new point system. Bro, it's saying I'm looking it up right now, bro. It says go to league manager, edit league settings, and you can change that shit in the scoring, bro. 
There's like that's just a, like a safari. There's click no Google way click they're gonna tell you you can't edit your own fucking league. There's no way. Unless so, unless you go. Only thing I can see that you can change is league types, where they have head to head points, head to head each category, head to head most categories. Rotisserie and then season. <laughs> hungry <Rotisserie>. ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't say rotisserie, Demir. It don't matter. But that don't make sense that they would let you change the type of league in the middle of the season, but not the point total. There's uh, he can, bro. I can almost guarantee he can somehow, bro. He just don't want to because he got oh, the perfect team for this. Oh, that's cap. I would love to change it. Well, I remember in the past. Cause I did. I was looking at some dude sent me the screenshot of his um Ja Morant game, and Ja had 119 fantasy points instead of 83. But you know that's everything is to scale, though, right? So everybody else's numbers will be up as well. Yeah. So Ja Morant would have put up 100, but somebody on your opposing team would have put up 30 more points too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bro, we need to go back to that one. We need to go back to the sentence where the threes was matter, bro. Because if a player hit a three, it'd be like five points. No. One. What? No. Not five. You're out your goddamn yeah, bro. Because no, it was like you get for each point you get, you got one. So the three, you. But got, no, it also was subtract KB because the shot attempt. Because the shot attempt, right? But five is fucking ridiculous, though. No, it used to be. That's how it used to be. It used to be three points, one for each point, and then it was like you get one point five for a field goal made. So yeah. a damn near five points for just one three. Oh, like, so he's collecting it all together. Right. Before the subtraction. Like, no, there's no subtraction unless they miss a shot. But, but no, like, you you subtract based on. Any field goal you take is subtracted one point, whether you make it or miss it, right? So, like, that's why field goal makes are worth two points and use in typical leagues because you get one for the att- you get minus one for the attempt, but you make an extra one back for making it. So that's why like high volume, low low shooting percentage guys like Wiggins are fucking useless in fantasy because he's gonna uh, miss more Tyler. shots. Tyler drafted that man and Kelly Oubre. They be having like mad. eighteen points, finishing with like twelve fantasy points. Exactly, like those those are the type of players you don't want. I don't know. 100% there's a way. And hopefully somebody hits us up on Twitter from this episode, and they're going to walk you through it. They're going to screen record themselves changing their, their gonna, league They're going to be like, D-Mail. They're going to be like, D-Mail, this is so simple. My two-year-old showed me how to do this. Look. Can you ask somebody? Yeah, I'm asking the other league that I'm in. No, you you, you just in What other league are you in? You just a fantasy guy now? What other league are you in? There's a through-the-wire fan group league that I'm in. Y'all okay. see, hey, look, look what Bucks just tagged us in on Twitter real quick. I retweeted it, motherfucker. What did he tag us in? Some art. Might be so late. Damn. It was three God. minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fire. Why did I not get tagged in this? I did. Why did I get a notification? It's from literally You, you from must not guy. follow Bucks. Who the best team in that league, D-Mills? Can I guess some people that's in it? I'm guessing Hana Hoops is in it. No. I'm <laughs> They're not the through the wire family. I'm guessing Mary is in it. The girls that you, you know. Um, who has the best team? Anymore? When are you going on this show? No, I don't know. Oh, Not now it's cool guy. Oh man, oh man, that, that, cause you definitely crazy. trying to get on this show, boy. What'd you say, Gibby? He was definitely trying to get on this show. Exactly, that is oh man. <laughs> it's cool, Mills. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to y'all on Tuesday with a new episode. Um peace out. <laughs>